Hello everyone, welcome to episode 9 of The Good Parts in Some. Before I begin, I just want to share with you a little bit about um, what just happened. So, I always schedule a time to write my podcast and it's usually between Sunday to Monday and then I'll record on Tuesday. So, at this point, it's supposed to be my podcast writing day but I had to do this live stream thing with my sister and so my schedule kind of got a little bit disrupted. So, after the live stream, right, I just happily thought to myself like, wow, Today I finished everything very early So I can just call it a day early So at about 9pm right I was already like Happily under my covers Chilling out And just watching some shows Okay But halfway through The streaming got lagged So I was very annoyed And I had to wait And it was halfway through the wait That I just remembered That I haven't written my podcast Wow So And it has never happened before In the past 8 weeks you know So Yeah, it was crazy. But anyway, so I was already in bed, right? So I was thinking what I should do. If I don't write it, chances are I won't be able to record the next day like I was supposed to. So I just laid there and I thought about it for super long. But here I am now at 11pm working on this. But I'm not complaining. I'm just like very amused by myself. Especially at how pleased I was when I thought I had completed all my tasks for the day. It's, It's just too funny. Okay, so now back to the good parts of my week. So the first thing that I want to talk about is probably something I guess I'll remember fondly as well when Circuit Breaker ends. And that is to have the time to be at home with my sister and just doing music stuff together. So she recently wanted to join this online competition and she roped me into Beatbox for her. So we had the chance to, you know, rehearse together and um, it's something that I appreciate and I enjoy because we've both been very busy with work and school and our own projects and we just haven't had time to do music stuff together for a while now. So to have this luxury of time and of course the opportunity to motivate us to work on something together is nice. And also cause she had to record some stuff for a school project so we also experienced like a little like role reversal where she's like there at the recording booth singing and singing and you know getting frustrated with herself while I just lay in bed trying to keep very quiet and don't disturb her while at the same time you know I just find that it's very funny watching her record and re-record something which to be honest just sounded the same to me the past hundred times she did the same line and that's what I always used to do you know so it's interesting and it's funny and um, something that I probably will miss after this circuit breaker ends when we start to become busy again yeah and she's very interesting she actually told me that when circuit breaker ends uh, the first thing she wants to do is to leave the house and go and stay with different friends for a few weeks Dude, what and the I just fuck? don't understand her logic it's like leaving her own house to go to another house <laughs> but if you're her friend and you happen to be listening to this consider yourself warned because she's going to terrorise your place very soon okay the second thing I want to talk about is something I promised to update that is, I finally completed my first Webflow University course. So this course is called A Freelancer's Journey. And um, I estimated that I would take about two weeks to complete, but I eventually took three weeks because I slacked for a weekend, which was last weekend. uh, Yeah, but anyway, here to give my review, I think it's a super good introductory course for sure. So the first few parts were mainly focused on um, client management skills like how to reach out to your clients, ask the right questions to understand what you can do to help, defining the scope, etc. So these are skills which will be useful for all freelancers, I think, no matter your line of work. And the next part is the more technical parts where I had to build a website based on a client project brief. And this one was super useful for me 
because all the hands-on work, right, building the same site on my own while listening and watching the instructor do it in the videos, right, really, really helped me with understanding all the basic stuff like the nesting, the formatting, a lot of which were things I had difficulty doing when I was just testing out the platform on my own. Simple things like how to bring this header to the bottom left, like how to mass upload content, format pictures, etc. So those lessons were quite heavy for me and I found that a lot of times I had to stop, rewind, rewatch, try and you know just redo all these things again and again in order to be able to catch up with what the instructor was doing. But it was all very productive, especially at the end of the course when I looked at my own project and I realised that you know somehow I had managed to build this site on my own. Wow, like the sense of achievement was really there. <laughs> so after I completed that, I am now onward to round two of my training. So currently, I'm rebuilding my group, Apex's website. So I've done all the planning and I'm building it page by page now. Of course, with a lot of reference back to all the tutorial videos and reading forums when I meet with a roadblock and stuff. But it's all been really fun so far and I hope that I can continue to keep up with this momentum. And one day, if you happen to visit the Apex site and it's no longer a static-looking Squarespace site, you know it's built by me. Okay, and one more thing that I want to mention is also more like an accumulation over the past few weeks kind of thing. That is, I'm just all in all very grateful towards the care and kindness that I've received through this circuit breaker period. I think I've talked about it here and there over the past week, like the random chats, the food deliveries, the kind notes I receive, and you know, all these stuff that I wouldn't have experienced so elaborately and deeply if not for the circuit breaker. I think it's pretty clear that these are the parts that I really, really keep closest to my heart. And I feel like in some sense, because we are faced with this situation, the ones who matter will work harder than usual to reach out to whoever matters to them, hmm. even for myself. Like maybe on normal days, right, in the midst of my crazy schedule, I may sometimes stop for a breather and realise just how much I've neglected the people around me, like my sister, my friends, etc. <sighs> sometimes a sense of loneliness will get to me in that moment. And even though it doesn't usually last, those moments linger long enough to matter, you know. But even with all these moments as a reminder, it was never seen as a reason for me to stop. Unless it was really for a very special occasion or maybe once in a blue moon kind of meetup or something, right? There never seemed to be a reason for me to slow down purposefully and just reach out to my loved ones. In fact, the mindset has always been that, you know, these people who matter to me, I know that they'll always be there. So perhaps I don't have to go out of the way to show that I care. And the good way to say this is that I possess a sense of security like that is a blessing only possible because of the good people in my lives. But on the flip side, for a lack of a better way to say it, it's basically taking things for granted hmm. to assume that you know they will always be there until they are not. But you see, the funny thing is, right, is during this circuit breaker period when we are finally sort of given a legit excuse to not socialise and not feel bad, that we actually kind of did the reverse. I mean, you see, a lot of our friends and our families have been going the extra mile to show that we care through all sorts of very creative ways. And this is something, knowing the way I operate, I probably would drop the ball if I start to get busy again. But at this point, I just really wish that, you know, I can remember or I could just somehow drill this in my head and make this thing something I'll always prioritise. 
Well, I don't know what and how I want to do with this when CB ends and when we all start to get in the groove of a different momentum. And I can't really make lofty promises about keeping up with this even when the reality of things evolve over time. But up till this point, I guess I'm just grateful for me to be able to experience this and to really understand the importance of slowing down and making time for people. It's not just for others, it's really more for myself because it helps me feel better in ways I, I really can't quite explain. Maybe it just makes me feel more human, but I'm just really thankful. So today's episode is really like a roundup for season one of this podcast. Um, when I first started, I gave myself an aim to complete 10 episodes and today we are at episode 9. So I'm going to spend this episode just talking about how the experience has been the past 9 weeks because for next week's episode, I will be sharing all about an original single which I will drop within the next 2 weeks. Assuming I don't chicken out from this. So if you come back for next week's episode and it's a part 2 of this roundup, it means I've chicken out and please don't call me out. So when I started planning for this podcast, right, I actually had all the topics planned out week by week. And there was no part one, part two, this kind of bullshit, okay? Every week was going to be like a different topic. And with every week, I had also ordered the topics in such a way that they would get progressively more and more emotional, touching on things I find difficult to talk about in real life. But um, in reality, I only followed the plan for the first three episodes. And I remember by episode three, I was already asking Alejandro and Jean to give me topics to talk about in my podcast because somehow... All the topics I planned for myself, right? I just couldn't bring myself to do them. Like, I think the rational part of me was saying, oh, I don't have enough material to fill one episode. While the more emotional part of me was probably saying, uh, I don't want to talk about this, you know? <laughs> so yes, I, I couldn't really fight myself. So I would say the rest of the episodes were really very spontaneous and out of nowhere kind of topics. But the process was very interesting. One thing that I realised about myself is that um, when I'm ready to talk about a certain topic or when I find affinity with the topic, the ideas and thoughts would flow very quickly. Like if I were in bed already and an idea comes up, right, I would have to get up and just write them all down or type them in my phone and just plan and jot down everything at that moment. Because if I miss the period, right, many times the inspiration will not come back to me anymore. Actually, you know, I had one episode called Chaos, Peace and Order which I wrote slowly but very deeply over a period of time. But the inspiration just dried out because I kept getting disrupted by all the other things I had to do in my day-to-day -day life. And eventually, I just lost the point. But anyway, so I didn't really follow my initial plan. But after a few episodes on, I realised that the trick for me was to just, you know, sit patiently and wait for the part of me who was willing to talk about things to approach and emerge. And when that happens, just set aside time and just listen to that person or persona or whatever. And when it's done, it's not just one episode down. It's also often like another round of sort of a renewed understanding about myself. I otherwise wouldn't have had the chance to experience. And when it comes to expectations about this podcast, I came in with a few goals in mind actually. The first was to discover myself and to learn to express myself better. So I wanted to record bits and pieces of myself which I would like to hold on to so that I can listen back to them next time. With regards to this, I think it's definitely been quite a journey for me. Another goal was to learn a little bit more about you know, the technical aspects like balancing sounds and just creating a good podcast product in general. So in terms of workflow, 
I think I have improved tremendously from the first few podcasts where it will literally take, you know, two days to record, two days to edit. But now on average, I think it's about maybe one and a half hours max to record and another hour to edit. So that's a lot of improvement for me. And I think it's really about discovering what works best for me. So clearly, improv is a straight out no. I'm definitely a fail to plan, plan to fail kind of person. But... I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll get better over time. But one thing which still annoys me is my own carelessness. So um, I have a little bit of an OCD, so I check on things a lot. But it is also very difficult for me to spot my own errors. So it's quite an irony right there. I can be like compulsively checking, but I still don't see or hear my own mistakes. And it's the same with my typing, because my mind always works way faster than my reaction. So I struggle to keep up myself. So sometimes I can be typing out something new and then my mind decides it wants to go edit some front parts and then I have to go and edit it now or I'll forget and then I have to go back to where I left off and basically just be all over the place. That's why sometimes when I text, right, if I'm blabbering something long or expressing a point, my spelling, my grammar, everything, it will just be all over the place. Like, I don't know, like, <laughs> it's just horrible. Lah. And after that, after I send and I look back again after a while, then I will see all those mistakes. Then I'll feel so annoyed because... Just because! Yeah, it's crazy. And when I talk, it's the same or worse. So people don't really understand me and I just end up not talking. <laughs> but I mean, I guess this is something that I'll still have to work on. Right, and the last thing about expectations is with regards to listenership. So at the beginning, right, I had zero expectations. It was really just like a personal project. I wanted to low-key create and then keep it somewhere. But after a while, I think, especially after my friends also started their own podcasts, I think it inevitably brought comparisons within myself. Like Jean's podcast is super popular. She has like, I don't know, 600 over listens and Ellie's one is pretty popular too. But when it comes to my numbers, mine really pales in comparison. And yeah, of course, there are moments when this gets to me lah, in the sense that I would start asking myself whether there's anything I'm not doing right that resulted in this. Or like, for example, when the spoof video I did with Yokes got reposted by SGAG, right? Which was unexpected. And Yokes texted me. So she texted me and she asked me to check how many followers I had gained. So I went to see and at that point, I think I had about 20 new followers. So I was like, oh wow, not bad. Huh? So I was going to reply her. And then she told me she gained 400. Eh. <laughs> and so same thing. Like, I just kept wondering what I did wrong. But after a while, I began to realise that, you know, actually... Why do I care? The reasons I embarked on these projects were never really to gain followership anyway. So yeah, why did I let it get to me? I'm also not very sure. But I guess it's just a natural reaction. Like, I mean, especially with my ultra-competitive nature. But yeah, I mean, times like this, I would have to refer myself back to my own episode. Like that one that talked about the importance of being selfish to remind myself and ground myself back again. So actually, the funny thing is, I shared this with Ellie and Jean. And Ellie, claiming he's one of my most supportive listeners, replied me with a one-liner. Your time will come. Which was basically what I said in the podcast. And at that moment, I was just like amused, yet feeling like it was a very serendipitous moment at the same time. Anyway, I'm just putting things out here to keep it real. And also, I just want to say that these things don't really get to me so much. Also because on the other hand, I also constantly have friends dropping private messages to tell me they enjoyed listening to this. And more importantly, almost everyone would tell me that they learned more about me through my podcast than they ever did. So, I don't know. I think this matters to me much more. 
I guess because it's more in line with the goals I set out to accomplish, which was to learn more about myself as well, right? So all in all, it's definitely been quite a journey of self-discovery, reflection and growth. And I want to pat myself on the back for sticking through with this and thank you all for being around to witness and be part of this as well. Moving forward, I think I'm looking at yet another flurry of changes in terms of routine now that CB is almost over. It's quite bittersweet because I feel like I'm already very comfortable with this CB life and I'm not a fan of change so I can't really predict how it's going to turn out. It's mixed feelings of fear and excitement I guess. Fear of the unknown but excited about you know the surprises that may come up as the world opens up again and give room for opportunities to grow. Also excited about resuming the things I used to be able to do when we were not confined at home, like to meet my friends for lunch, to practice with the group, to resume with our EP production, to have my alone time once a week, etc. So I'll be spending the last few weeks accumulating more courage, I guess, and just getting myself mentally prepared to embrace what comes next. I hope all of you who are listening to this will also gradually let go of the fears and just move forward in strength together. So it's been a great run and I want to especially thank everyone for helping me, being there for me, especially at the beginning of the podcast to make this happen. Special thanks to JK for coming back week after week to help me with the instrumentals. So if I find a good enough reason, I'll come back for another season. And if you have any comments or you have any feedback you'd like to share with me, drop me a DM and we will talk. So the last song that I'll share with you guys is one to sum it all up. It's 如果你听见我的歌 by Wang Lihong. So like the message of this chorus, I hope that this series of podcasts I've put out to the world reaches out to you in a positive way or during times when you need it and I hope it helps you like it has helped me. And I hope it reminds you that you should think more about yourself, your loved ones and all the good things that surround you which you might have missed along the way. So have a good life, y'all. Come back one more time next week to hear about my new song. I'll see you.
Extended again. Wow. I don't know what to think about this. It's like my first reaction was like, "What the fuck?" The same thing again. And then after a while, I'm like, "Oh, thank God I can, you know, have a little bit more time to just stay in, just hermit." But. What's gonna be the new normal? <laughs> 